everybody. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Zombie Teeth podcast. I am Zombie Teeth, or Paul if you want my real name. Welcome to the first episode of hopefully many, many episodes, you know, where I'm hoping to be able to talk to interesting people. This first episode might be a little bit ropey. I've never really spoken on microphone before, so hopefully you will stick with me through this and we will get to an episode two and an episode three. But right now, let's get this going. So, my guest today is Sarah and Dustin from the band Pity Party. I first came across Pity Party when they were touring with Bad Cop, Bad Cop and seeing all their boomerangs on the Bad Cop, Bad Cop page when they were performing, I thought, well, I've got to check this band out. And I was immediately a fan. So that was an awful introduction, but uh, <laughs> welcome, Sarah and Dustin. Thank you for having us. Thank yeah. you. Sorry about that. Um, no, you're great. Yeah, it's, it, it was, I was just very aware that I was saying it and you weren't able to respond. But yeah, that is how I came to know about Pity Party and seeing many boomerangs of, of Sarah flicking her hair around while on stage. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I might have to check this band out. So yeah, so welcome. How are you both? How are you both holding up in this uh, quarantine? It's been rough. Uh, well, I guess we both have interesting jobs in the quarantine because I work in education. Um, and and I work in healthcare, so... Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so we're both kind of like... I think your profession's doing a lot better of a job of like getting shit together, but it's like we're both kind of just trying to work our asses off, like trying to, you know, whether it be help kids or help the community, um, figure out, you know, what what ways we can keep others safe and others continuing to persist. Because I know for like us personally, like, or at least I can speak for myself, uh, the quarantine's been really difficult. It's been hard to be out of routine. Um, it's been hard to be disconnected, you know, for my students um, and, you know just the people that we interact with on like a day to day. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I don't know if you felt the same. I definitely felt very removed. I, I, for the most part, I mean, my job is still, I mean, I, I still come in the same time every day just because, you know, I work at the hospital. So the only difference is, you know, what we're dealing with, um, you know, more of like COVID-19 uh, cases, but I, I, for the most part, not much has like changed for me. And, and that I, I wake up every day and go to work still. Yeah, must uh, be must I'm, be a, a a little bit of a different dynamic that you must get that feeling of yeah th- this massive thing that's happening. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, um, I know over here the, there was a there was a period where there were people stealing uh, hand sanitizer out of the hospitals. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that that was a thing that we definitely had to um, kind of put you know, like take more watch uh, of our supplies and stuff because people had come in, yeah, and they'd grab things and like run Still out and stuff. Yeah. Steal, yeah. yeah, we don't really have a lot of masks <laughs> at all anymore at my place. People yeah. People kept taking them. Dustin's mom yes, or two days ago was like, what, you guys don't have, like they don't give healthcare workers masks? And like, like we were no, like, people no, there's not off. enough of them for healthcare workers to have yeah, them. Like, like People just came in, yeah, and they like would grab them, like because we, we would have them on, at, out in boxes when we didn't have like a shortage before, and like people would just come in and take the whole box and like run out and stuff. Jeez, I, I mean, I know that there was some stories about nurses over here that were given um, 
the masks with out of date filters in them. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So that but, sucks. So you like uh, feel like you're safe, but you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well done for uh, for both of you. Really. I mean, I I work in an open plan office, so not seeing like forty people a day. It's, yeah. it's It's quite. It can affect you on 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 a basis where you're just like I've I've not seen anyone today. I've not spoken to anyone today. It's, yeah. Well, and then you start to realize that like it's so weird because it's been such a short amount of time. I mean, especially for us because it's you know we're nearing I guess the end of our third week of shelter in place and. Yesterday, I went to go, like, just jam. I wanted to go, like, play drums at our practice space. Um, and there was another band practicing, like, across the hall. And they started talking with me. And I realized, like, I hadn't socialized with anyone in so long that I was like, I don't even want to socialize right now. Like, I feel, like, uncomfortable. Like, like I was just like, oh, man, I shouldn't even be practicing here. Like, I'm going to get, like, I'm going to spread it to my students. <laughs> like, yes. but, yeah, it's, like, so weird to go back into the world when you are when you're out of yeah, it yeah it's 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 been pretty crazy so but hopefully I'm glad i mean to hear it's, that you're hanging in there yeah it's for it's for uh, something that's bigger than than ourselves so okay so how did pity party come about so dustin used to be in a band called place called home and they had me do vocals for a re- uh, song that they were releasing on like a benefit comp or something and I did vocals on like an acoustic song for them um, and then they came they left on a 45 day tour and they came back and they asked if I wanted to start Pity Party with them. We did. That's great. I've only kind of really known about Pity Party for when when was it you went with Back Up Back Up last year? Um, yeah, it was like yeah. July of last year, or June of last year. Yeah, I've only kind of really known about the band since then. I went on YouTube and I found the Grime Mother video <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I'll just put this on. And then obviously it's just an intense like two minutes of just the, the the whole video and the song and I was just like okay so I started sending it to everyone that I knew like um, so yeah it's great and you've got a new uh, record coming up yeah you're coming out um, it's called Concrete um, we're self releasing it and it'll be out May 29th nice. of this year but we're really excited yeah we have some new videos coming up for that too so we'll have a bunch of fun stuff coming up in the future. Yes. Uh, the the new video that came out last week yeah just came yeah out we got nowhere. some more coming yeah that was the... uh, that looked like a dangerous video <laughs> well it's definitely yeah that one was a little bit painful but I'd say like the next one might even be like a little bit more <laughs> okay is this the one that I saw on Instagram <laughs> with all the fake knives and things oh yeah totally yeah with yeah. the fake knives and the totally not fake blood yes fake. Fake knives. Those were fake. One hundred percent. I was going to say, I, I can't see you, but are you doing the air quotes? Fake knives. <laughs> fake knives. Yeah, and, and Bob couldn't be here today. Uh, oh yeah, no, uh, Bob's gone. Bob's busy. Yeah, he's busy right now, and he will be for foreseeable future. What if we just, What if we make Bob like propped up at every show now? Should make him wear sunglasses. He's not actually. I want to like get that in. On Bob is not dead. Hooray for Bob. Yeah. So, but yeah, the, I love that video. It was good. I mean, it, it's obviously clearly just tore around the car park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, were the masculinity one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That one was super fun. We just had a couple during Fest last year um, and our friend had a camera and we decided to shoot a video where we like just drove around and did crazy stuff. It's good. And it's good to see a, a new video come out. Where this, I mean, I know obviously it was filmed before all of this but it's good to see something new coming out with people having fun yeah. and being outside and 
and things like that. I saw that you were offering the free tutoring for yeah. kids. Yeah. So, um, well, this year I'm a counselor, uh, but for the last three years I was teaching uh, a couple different subjects. I taught physics and chemistry um, and physiology. And so I was like, well, I've been teaching for so long and I like know, know how to do all of it. But it's like, I understand that uh, now what I'm observing the most is that um, the hardest thing about shelter in place is that a lot of teachers own kids and families and have you know their own obligations and so they're not able to commit as much time to the curriculum now um so as much as I'm able to like jump in as far as um like free tutoring so like definitely for my students but like also extending it you know worldwide and whoever needs that extra support because maybe their teachers are you know a little bit less um like they have more time constraints um and I've also been doing um like educational music um, and so for every unit that my students have um, in their chemistry class, I write a song um, oh, wow. for the unit. And then I have a website with all the songs on them. That's yeah. great because uh, I know a lot of people struggle with the, the homeschooling uh, yeah. thing. There's been a lot. A lot of people over here have been doing the same. Thankfully, my children are, uh, are older than, than kind of some of these younger children. Some people have it really tough with younger younger kids running around all day. Yeah, and having to, like, you know, explain, you know, why you have to be inside and, like, how, you know, like, it, I think it's so hard for kids to understand what's going on right now. Yeah. Just because it's, yeah. like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense. You can't explain, you know, like, germs and, like, spread of disease to kids, like, no. that are really young and have them, you know, internalize it. It's so interesting to kind of be like, well, you know, this is a musician that I really like. Oh, they're also a teacher. It's pretty, pretty rad. So yeah, um, make teaching fun. So if yeah. if anybody wants to take advantage of the tutoring, um, email pityxparty at gmail.com. And I have an appointment calendar that I can like set up where I could do group uh, tutoring as well. I was going to ask you that, but you've already done it. So sorry, to... I have the question. <laughs> yeah. too. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. The less the less kind of me asking you pre-written questions, the the, the more interesting i think it'll be but saying that i am going to go to one of my questions you you were doing uh you were doing some live streams and then i've seen some of the i forget the name of the youtube channel the the with the acoustic videos on a couple of your songs are on there have you ever thought about doing some acoustic song songs putting them on your band camp of pity party songs but acoustic versions of them because your voice as i described it to a friend is you've got the the like the visceral kind of grind mother type stuff but then when you go <laughs> down to like pop song forever so it's it's kind of almost velvety kind of smooth and like lends itself to an acoustic we definitely i mean we've definitely talked about um i think we've talked about doing that like you know since since we've started releasing music um and we had we used to have online i'm not sure if it's still up but um there's like an acoustic waste of life version um but Definitely. I mean, I definitely want to do. Yeah, I want to do a whole acoustic album, but like, I would want like to do like everything acoustic. Like, I don't know, just like not just like a guitar and like vocals, but like all like the you know auxiliary percussion and all like the you know get like some shakers and all that stuff and whatever the heck the what was that thing you sit on and you like the box that you hit a cajon a cajon yeah one of those you know Maybe, like That'd some awesome. tambos yeah we love like overwhelm like we love putting way too much shit into whatever we're creating like obviously because we have three guitars and that's like completely <laughs> unnecessary um but like every time we record we like go back and then we do like 
one or two days of just like crazy like shit that people can barely hear on the record but it's like we're gonna redo this vocals through a box down the hall or like we're gonna like do this glockenspiel that like will be on this song one time but it's like it was so important to us to have these like little tiny things where we're like we had fun doing that and that uh and that that loud break in masculinity i'm hitting a ladder with a drum oh, yeah in a empty room for I, wow. a few i don't know i forgot seconds. you were just like hitting shit like yeah, we're just, just picking different things. shit for dustin <laughs> so yeah. so bob's been stabbed and you've got carpal tunnel syndrome now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's uh that's yeah uh, but the, yeah. It's, the, it's the little details though it's those little things that you that you, you may listen to a song 10 times and then there's that one time that something like, just... i heard the ladder yeah <laughs> and then it yeah. makes the carpal tunnel worth it more more ladder <laughs> i know that's like the more new ladder, snl yeah. skit <laughs> more ladder. Um, but yeah no it'd be great and then like you could do we could have like um if you could find somebody that you know some like strings or something and get like a yeah, like a, yeah like we a, actually go on sorry oh i'm no i'm so sorry uh before i uh before i toured you know before i did stuff with pity party i used to do a two-piece uh where it was me and a cello so it was like acoustic guitar and a cello. Oh, nice. But so, yeah, you... it would be really fun to get that back together, like integrate it to our music. Yeah, I'm a big fan of acoustic music because obviously you can't then everything you can hear everything. It's not that it's not a distortion pedal. You can hear all the notes and and mm-hmm. it it flows in in a different way. So. But then on like the other hand acoustic is like not forgiving like distortion pedals make us good guitarists <laughs> I, like this I, it's like i realize every time i'm playing clean i'm like fuck i think i need distortion to be a good guitarist <laughs> like no. it sounded good the britney spears cover was amazing oh <laughs> hell yeah that was fun i got to have my mom my mom was like hanging out dancing in the background yeah <laughs> was, was so an animal as well oh yeah yeah my dog benji he just got yeah. out of the er he's he survived, but he was having some heart troubles. So, gosh, I've got my my cat is next to me somewhere. Aww. Oh no, he's oh no, he's on the windowsill. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, the the lyric content of the songs uh, you describe yourselves as bummer punk. Yeah, I guess we've heard a lot of people like counter that term because I know like one time an article was released and it was like, I thought this band was gonna be bummer. And then I got there and they were crazy and jumping everywhere and I wasn't bummed out at all. But I guess like the bummer is the lyrics. Like the bummer is, you know, like the kind of like recounts of trauma, the, you know, like the watching, you know, it's like this, the songs are about shit that we've been through. It's like watching friends die, you know, going through like feeling alone, you know, dealing with abuse. And it's like, you know, it's the stuff like, I guess, like my intent with lyrics, because I write the lyrics for this band, um, and like my intent has always been kind of like a duel between like, um, obviously like we all kind of use music as a therapy. It's like a way to get out the things that we've experienced. Uh, but also like, you know, when we listen to music and we hear things that we've experienced, like we feel comforted and we feel like less alone or we feel like, you know, just like someone else understands what we're going through. Um, and so that's like always a huge hope in like, especially like in this upcoming record um, that, you know, that reaching people to help them feel less alone and to help them feel like someone else is going through the things they're going through. And like we write and we talk about it so that 
you know, people know that it's normal to have emotions. It's normal to feel. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, I I speak a lot on my Instagram about mental health and, uh, you know, reaching out to people and speaking to people and make people understand that it's okay to, to, to feel that way. Some of the some of my favorite songs are upbeat, but the lyrics are not. You know, it just it doesn't have to be sad music. Well, and it kind of makes it like more digestible to like you know, it's like you like mask the like sad lyric. Like it could be you know a song about a hell of something that's super sad, but it's like if you mask it in this like upbeat, happy um, like music, then it's like not only does it kind of like give it. Uh, like other side in comparison but it also like makes it more reachable so it's like people that need to hear it will be like oh like i you know like the way this sounds and then it's like oh i actually feel what what i'm listening to because it's like there's definitely more you know like niche genres that have really sad lyricism too uh but it's like they aren't you know as reachable as like pop punk is to people it's like if you're playing like noise doom sludge and you're talking about really heavy subjects you're like likely to have a very specific genre or like group of people listening to you yeah definitely so because i mean i've i struggle with like mental health and things um hearing lyrics that that mention things that i identify with yeah i I lean into it so listening to these songs are then something that i will kind of listen to which will help me kind of come out the other side and and get get through the the downswing and be on onto the upswing it's great but do you do you find that it can be difficult to perform those lyrics live absolutely uh we used to have a song i mean well we still have it uh but union square punk rock blues off of our first uh record and that song we used to end our set with that song every time um and it was i remember like it was hard to talk to anybody after we played because it was like you know that song i actually written about like a friend that had overdosed in the building that i worked in and just like uh that's like it's dedicated to him um and it was just like every time we played it it was like i could feel it again and then with this upcoming record um concrete we play we've been integrating a lot of the songs into our set and it's like about a lot of recent trauma and it you know you feel the things that you're singing about and it can sometimes be like if you're not taking i think as a musician it's like we forget that we have to take like the proper steps for self-care uh before like reopening you know really traumatic things and it's like a lot of the things that we sing about are hard so it's like definitely making sure that like you're able to care for yourself even when you do find yourself you know falling back into the emotions that that had you write those lyrics yeah and i guess i guess if you know you've got to make a choice if if a song is really kind of you you find that that the fans kind of really really dig that song but the lyrics are something that and not something that you feel like you could sing on a regular basis, then you've got to make that choice to be like, I can't perform this live because it's too, like, as much as people enjoy it, I can't physically sing this, you know, every night on tour. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, but so, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to the new album. When you say it's coming out, May? May 29th. May 29th. The image on the single, the photo that's that's on there, um, which I think is your legs, Sarah. Is that correct? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, legs. 
So is is that is that going to be uh, kind of the kind of artistic choice through through the promotional things when you're releasing singles and things? Are they all going to be uh, along that kind of vein? Yeah, think? so they actually all yeah. So if you, I don't know if you've seen on uh, like the merch store, uh, but the the actual cover is up on the merch store, um, oh, okay. but it's all very similar. So it's like um, we had kind of the theme that we had wanted to go with. I don't know how we came up with this idea, um, but we wanted just like we had a friend draw us a four frame box of just legs and feet. Um, and we had wanted this idea of like the concrete being cracked, like up through the legs. Um, and then so we have all of these, we have like, uh, we had our friend Amy, I guess, take a bunch of photos, uh, that like represented the drawings. And then we, we've been using them. So for, yeah, each single has like a different photo. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I've seen Amy's photos. They're, they're really good. They're amazing. Yeah. yeah. I actually, we just were teaching her daughter, uh, social distancing. And so we had a social distancing day uh, where we went to spend with her and a zombie video. And I will send it to you after, but it is pretty incredible. <laughs> Hasn't she done a bunch of other photos of you previous as well? Yeah, so she just started, she just started doing photography, I think, in February of last year. Yeah. Um, and she's just amazingly talented at it. Uh, but I think one of the first shows she shot was we played our friend's birthday show um and i remember because she told me it was like my first time meeting her and she told me that our friend nelson looked like her ex-girlfriend and it was the most hysterical thing i realized that's not funny unless you know nelson um <laughs> very hysterical though <laughs> that's good so it's like good. in the middle of his band performing i was like i love this unfortunately your australian tour was cancelled because of COVID-19 um yeah. yeah which got sucked but um I noticed that you are selling a bunch of t-shirts that you had, had made for the tour yeah <laughs> yeah so we still have we you know got 50 tour shirts made a really smart decision uh when you think that you're actually going on a tour right because you, yeah, you know you gotta have merch for tour but when you're not going on the tour it's a lot less intelligent of a decision because now you just have 50 shirts that say australia tour 2020 uh <laughs> it's really like those um uh, like when when like the, the the teams like one team loses the championship but they already have the pre-made like championship winner shirts and so they're all at, like the thrift store for like a yeah. dollar like we're like, gonna give all of our shirts to like a thrift store brilliant like we had to shift so quick it was like we realized we wanted to be home to be able to help but it was like canceling all those plane tickets and like all the like car rentals and stuff we were like oh man like we just had to get going super quick it's crazy but you are selling as you mentioned you are selling those shirts yeah so yeah that's... on titty party dot or limited run.com i think <laughs> <laughs> i've got i've got the pink flowers design oh heck cool. yeah yeah uh, my friend was over in fest last year um Aww. and and i said to her i said uh i was like can you go and get me can you go to a merch table and get me uh get me a pity party t-shirt please hell yeah <laughs> man that was the craziest thing too because we we did a special we were like fuck it all because we brought so many shirts with us and we we're like every shirt's 10 bucks and when you say at fest because like you know how like you're 
even at a you know di at a DIY punk festival, everything's still expensive and sucks. And so like we posted ten dollar shirts like all around, and I've never sold so much merch in my life. Like we cleared out like three duffels bag like duffel bags of merch. It we was really like did, yeah. wild. That was good. That was yeah. But I'm glad got one i know it was really hard to leave to go i did it was dustin's birthday at midnight that night after i said us and i had to like make used to leave the merch table and go find a cake in gainesville and then go to a witch's house and get some candles and so i stopped selling merch after a while you wait what you had to go to a witch's house so i had i found the last vegan cake in gainesville well i would assume maybe not in all of gainesville but in like the fest area yeah and I buy it, it's like, you know, we're getting close to midnight, it's maybe like 10 or 11, and I just started walking up and down the streets, because I didn't know, I couldn't find candles, like, I went to every store, there were no candles, but I was like, Dustin needs candles for his birthday, and so I just started in, I just started, like, asking people on the streets, like, hey, do you have candles, or do you know anyone that has candles, Uh, and it's like, you know, really late on a Saturday night, everybody's wasted, uh, because it's fest, and this girl comes out to me, and they're, they're like, I have candles. I'm a witch. Do you want to come to my house? And I was like, oh, man, this could go so bad. I was like, I'm going, okay, like, do I go to the witch's house and maybe, like, turn into a stew? Or do I go without candles for Dustin's birthday? And I was like, well, I have to have candles. So I went to this witch's house, and it was amazing. They had an adorable cat with a tiny tail. Oh, it wow. was perfect. And I was, got candles for Dustin's cake, and excellent. I didn't get murdered. Was it a black cat? Oh, yeah, that... uh, no, it was actually a little orange cat with a little baby tail, but it was so cute. <laughs> I wonder where you met that person. I well, was like, who is this person? And then Dustin, like, seen them in my life. saw... <laughs> I made them promise to not tell Dustin anything about it, because I wanted the surprise to happen at midnight during Bad Cop set. and Or, like, right before Bad Cop set. But I, like, Dustin could see my location on... Because we all share our locations with each other. Okay. And he's like why is Sarah so far away? But like nobody like, like I think I just kept making up weird excuses for people. I was like, oh, I'm just, you know, doing this thing. I'll be back soon. I was like slinging the merch and then uh, she's like, I'll be right back. And everyone else is like, okay, I'm going to watch this band. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay at the merch table, but please come back so I can watch something else. (laughs) And I'm just like doing that. I'm like, where is everybody? And I'm like, where is Sarah? It's my birthday and everybody left. (laughs) I was like, what is going on? You are... Not even at Fest anymore. You're like somewhere else. I know it's hella far. It's like a couple miles away. I'm like, this is like not good. I'm like, yo, are you good? That's brilliant. Oh, so, and the thing is, you went and now you've got that story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big birthday person. I got a lot of weird birthday stories. Yeah, but you know, ever ever since I blew out those candles, like I rib it sometimes. <laughs> I croak like a frog. I is that they why. like their spell candles? Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's so funny. That was a good addition to that uh, story. Brilliant. That's great. Um, my children are fi- arguing outside. Oh. I don't know if you can hear them. <laughs> they, uh, they, huh. they, they play Xbox together and it always ends in an argument. And it's hard oh, it's to got to. That's how it goes. I know I like miss the sound of kids arguing though, so it's great. <laughs> I think like I'm missing at school. These are 17 and 16, so, you know. Oh, they're the exact age that I work with. Mm, they should. They should. If they need uh, any help with their science homework, let me know. <laughs> so, how, I mean, how has it been as far as like your guys' ability to, um, like, do you, do you feel like your guys' community has been doing an okay job or? We're we're okay. Like, I mean, the the 
um, you know, the you have to queue to get into the supermarket, um, you know, two metres apart. They're letting to yeah. allow for social distancing and things. But because the weather's starting to pick up over here, yeah, because the weather's generally quite grey in the UK, telling people to stay indoors when it's sunny is not the best thing. I don't know if you all are having the same experience that we're having with, um, like, people getting tickets for being out, um, but they've started doing it in some counties where, like, you have a, you get a ticket if you're out in a group larger than five. Um, uh, yeah, they're, they're starting to do that. If, you, if they ask you why you're out and you haven't got a good reason to be out, they start you can't just go out but yeah if if that's what if that's what needs to be said to uh to get no, people absolutely. to stop i mean so. the problem here is that like i fear that there's a lot of danger with like our like undocumented population and the way that like coronavirus has allowed like law enforcement to kind of like be overwhelmingly like inquisitive and like probing into people's lives but it's like they're raiding hospitals and trying to deport people and like you know they're taking advantage of this situation to do terrible inhumane things yeah it's that Um, it's it's that whole you know don't don't use this as an excuse to be racist like use this you know use this as a way to care for others hateful language leads to hateful action and like right now we don't have any type of like room to not act in a way that's just going to advocate other safety like we have to make sure that like our you know like there's no more time for kids to make shitty jokes like there's no more time for south park to say something terrible you know it's like right now is the time that we need to support each other and not like yeah as long as you know we're doing as much as we can and putting out as much positive kind of out into the world hopefully yeah and i mean i think that like life will shift in like life has already shifted in kind of like an irreparable way that like I think we all kind of are like, oh, things will go back to normal. Oh, people will stop being fucked up to each other. But it's like none of those things are actually true. And what we need to do now is like adjust our actions so that we can make sure that we're always, you know, like we're moving forward in exactly positive ways with this and that we're keeping other people safe, that we're, you know, providing resources, whether that be physical things or, you know, mental things that people need. But it's a time right now that's like we've never had before. It's absolutely wild. I agree. I agree. Okay, so... Can you give me the email again for the tutoring? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it's pityxparty at gmail.com. And what was the uh, T-shirt website again? Uh, pityparty.limitedrun.com. It's just so, you know, people can jump on there. I say people. Totally. Uh, hopefully, hopefully people will listen. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I will um, end it there so there we have it thank you to sarah and dustin i realized i didn't say goodbye well i did say goodbye but i stopped recording before i said goodbye so i wasn't being rude to them i actually said goodbye <laughs> so thank you for them for being on the show you know as you, as, as they said you can their new album's coming out they have merch sarah is doing tutoring so if you wanted to take up take that up then uh, then then email the email that was mentioned so lastly i'd like to say how are you how are you all doing in this current state of the world you know it's okay to not be okay it's okay to not want to do something there's a lot of pressure while everyone's at home 
that you've got to be active, you've got to you've got to do things. And that's not necessarily always the best thing for you. If you need some time out, take some time out. Even though we're alone, we have the internet. We can talk to people, you can reach out. So never never feel like you can't reach out to somebody. My Instagram is zombie teeth clothing. My inbox is always open. So look after yourselves and I will see you next episode. Bye-bye.